Here we go, my people. I'm just going to let you know something. We can't be arguing because there's too many arguments going on. Check out the rewind. Here it is. My boys. My boys. I'm just going to tell you something. There's too many arguments. We up here arguing about race. We up here arguing about coaches thinking that they all that in a bag of chips. We up here talking about what? The transfer portal. Coaches can leave when they want to leave. What are we doing here? Players want to go ahead and play where they feel more comfortable. The okey-doke is over. Now we got problems. Okay? We got African-American male and female getting shot. Okay? Being harassed. We got Asians with hate crimes going on. What's up? The Capitol. Look what happened to the Capitol. All those good old boys and good old girls went up there into the Capitol. Don't you know it would have been blacks? It would have been sprayed with blood all on the streets, all on the Capitol stairs. But here we go. 992 arguments. This is real. This ain't no joke, but here I am to bring it to you, the Conrad on the Rewind. I'm your host, and I'm that dude that can do it to you and make you what? Feel good about what I got to say. That's all. That's all, because today is the day that truly the Lord allowed me to wake up. And here we go. We're talking about arguments. Arguments. I love the OJs, they bringing it up. I'm sick of you. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, whatever it be for you. It's all about the Conrad coming to you live, bringing it to you. And you know what? I'm asking you, if you have not had your Pepto Bismo, if you have not had your vitamins, if you have not had any medicines that you need to take, you need to go ahead and drop that dime and get some water and take them. Because truly today is a day where it's too much craziness going on. And when I mean craziness, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to say that people are going, I mean, they're going crazy, man. People are going crazy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why people are flipping, but it's happening. People getting upset because Kyrie Irving said racism. We have a problem with it in Boston. We've known that for the longest. Bill Russell, he said, I love playing for the Celtics, but the city, they got some work to do. The police, crooked. City Hall, crooked. You see how they do African-Americans in Boston? If you ain't a celebrity, even if you are a celebrity, you can, hit, you can get hit upside the head in Boston. Hey, I ain't playing no games. I'm telling you the truth. It's real talk. And it's coming from the Conrad. And that's all. Kyrie Irving was saying, you know, there are other things that need to be addressed besides basketball. 
And I do agree with him. You know, um, I was little upset. The Brooklyn Nets did lose to Boston. Um, Tatum played a great game. Kimball Walker played well. But really, Tristan Thompson played well, as well as Smart, the smart kid who went to Oklahoma State. Those guys played well, and they had some reserves that chipped in. But, you know, um, Kyrie didn't have really a great game until late to the end. Um, Their marksmen, most of those guys didn't really show up. I mean, but, hey, Harden and Durant, they showed up. And I really believe Steve Nash, as I've always said, he couldn't guard his mother. He never guarded Gary Payton, Kevin Johnson. I mean, I got some guards. He never guarded, okay? That was Sean Marion. Sean Marion was guarding those guys, and he would go ahead, and I don't know how the other teams let this happen. He would go ahead and guard the weak, the weakest player. If he was a big man, no, but if he was a, a small forward or a two guard who really didn't, you know, give the kitty if he scored or not, that's the guy he was he would guard. But he wasn't guarding Isaiah Stockton and, 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 and you know Gary Payton, Kevin Johnson. He wasn't guarding those guys. He knew he was going to get his head chopped, okay? And and this is the problem we have here. He has a, he has DeAndre Jordan on the bench. Use him. Use him when Christian Thompson comes into the game. I understand, you know, you don't want to be outflanked. But use him when Christian Thompson comes into the game. You've got to. And that's the problem. You're putting too much pressure on Durant to rebound. You're putting too much pressure on a lot of those guys to get rebounds. Um, I have nothing against Brown, uh, but sometimes he does too small. Okay, Claxton is too light. And Blake Griffin, sometimes he gets me pissed off. He should be very happy, okay, to be in a situation where he can, um, you know, showcase himself. You know, everybody sees, oh, Blake can really still play. But he needs to be able to be consistent with that. They're not asking him to play a bunch of minutes. But the minutes that he plays, go hard. That's all I'm saying. And the kid from Virginia who can shoot, he's never consistent to me. He'll get on the streak and knock about five or six, seven down, but then he'll miss five, six, or seven, maybe nine, maybe ten. We need him to get more consistent, okay? I really believe Jock Vaughn needs to step up with that defense, and he needs to really bring it to the attention of the head coach as well as the um, other assistant head coach, okay, and say, hey, we got to put DeAndre Jordan in there. He needs to be in it. We can't wait on Jeff Green. We don't know how bad or how severe that that foot or that toe is going to be. Let's get off of um, the Nets in Boston. Let's go to the Nuggets, okay, and, and the Trailblazers. Now, here we go. With the Trailblazers, you know you got Dame, you got McCullen, you got, you know, um, Carmelo. You know, you got a center who can score, not a great defender, neither one of them, Cantor or the other big boy, they, they, they're not great defenders, but they can score and, you know, at, at, at times Cantor can get rebounds. Um, they need the other guys to step up. Um, they do got a guy um, in there that can make some waves, and that's the Powell kid from um, 
UCLA who, who played with the um with Toronto. He 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 could do some things, and they need guys to step up and make plays. Really, let's look at Denver. You know what? Here it is, and this is the thing. You you need to know this. Okay, they had a guy who was short. Okay, short hands, short feet, short Johnson. That's right, wasn't packing nothing. But he was the commissioner, and he acted like Napoleon Bonaparte. That's David Stearns. David Stearns saw that Steve Nash and Dirk Lewinsky, who I call Britney Spears and drag, they, he saw that these two guys, and you can look it up in the Sports Illustrated Archives um, magazine, that both of these guys wanted to go back to their country. Steve Nash said, I'll go back to Canada. Because remember, Steve Nash was like third-team guard, second-team guard. He really wasn't worth his kitty until this happened. And I'm going to tell you what happened. And remember, Dirk Lewinsky was getting punked by everybody. This is what happened. David Stern said, no more bar arm, no more hand check. Okay, and we can't have aggressive play in the paint. We can't be touching and redirecting ball players. So he was really trying to tell you, no hands on nobody, just move your feet, and hopefully you can beat them to the spot, which is not how the game of basketball is to be played. Okay? It is a physical game. If Silver would do what David Stearns didn't want to see being played. David Stearns wanted to see scores of 141, 135. Even when he took away the ball arm and the hand check, there still were scores of 96, 98, 87, 95. It was still scores like that, 101 to 104. You know what I'm saying? So – Really, they shouldn't have never took it away. But David Stearns wanted to please the international athletes because they get all in their little pajamas. Or maybe you want to say pampers. And they and they start complaining. What you think Nurkic is doing? What you think that kid from the Denver Nuggets? Here, here, cry baby. I call him the Pillsbury Doughboy. And I know he's lost weight, but there ain't no definition in there. You know what I'm saying? He just went ahead and took some Weight Watchers stuff, and that's it. He's a Pillberry Doughboy, okay? He doesn't want – he can't play defense. Everybody tries to make him out to be a great passer. I guess they forgot to see some of the great passers in the game in the low post. Cream up, Drew Jabbar was a good – was a good – was a great passer. Please forgive me. I'm saying good. Okay, you Willis Reed, okay, Wes Unsell. We had some great ones, okay? Nate Thurman, and I could go on and on and on. You know, we had some guys in the low post who could pass the ball. Okay, Hakeem Olajuwon. We had some guys that could really pass the ball. Bob McAdoo. We had guys who played at the center position who could shoot outside. Bob McAdoo. You telling me that this kid is better than Bob McAdoo? Heck no. He can't run the floor like McAdoo. <coughs> He can't rebound like him, and he sure can't defend. Okay, we got, and I'm and I'm just saying McAdoo. I got guys right now that I can tell you 
who, who are far better players than Bob McAdoo. Okay? But I'm, I'm just, I just get pissed off because they talk about the now player. And there were players before this guy, you know, and if he gets the MVP, this is nothing but Silver, the commissioner, doing what David Stearns do. Okay, we got to get an international player in there. I mean, one time David Stern gave the Defensive Player of the Year award to Gasol, Mark Gasol. Are you serious? Are you serious? This big sloppy? I call them big sloppy because everybody knows Zach Randolph was what? Being the intimidator. So guys couldn't really get up on Mark Gasol because truly he is a punk, a sucker punk, okay? You couldn't rough, rough him up because Zach Randolph was there, okay? The guy can't jump off the floor, really, okay? And he, he's tall. He can barely dunk, barely, okay? Defensive player of the year, are you serious? But they had to get an international guy in there to, so they can say, well, international guys, they just don't shoot the ball. They also rebound, and they also block shots, and they play defense. That was the wrong guy, truly. They gave it, they gave an MVP to Dirk Lewinsky, Britney Spears, and Drag. How in the heck would you give him an MVP? You got to be out of your cotton-picking mind. Okay, only thing he going to do is score. He can't rebound. He could not defend. Come on. All-around player, MVP. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about the Nuggets. Um, the Porter kid, and now they got now they got the Gordon kid. Both of those guys um, have athleticism, and also they both can um, score when needed to. The Trailblazers got to play D and keep those guys at bay. They got to play D, and I mean that. And then they got two guards. Um, one kid, he's really playing real well. Then they got this guy from. I think he's from Argentina. He does more talk than action to me. Um, Trailblazers got to play D. They got to rebound, and they got to get um, other people involved, and that's going to make plays, okay? I, I, I got the Trailblazers to win this thing, you know, just like I got, you know, the Brooklyn Nets to win against Boston. Um, the Wizards, you know, they, they, they play the, the 76ers. Now, you say, why are we talking about this? I truly believe, and this is just me talking, that the Wizards could get this game today. I really believe they could get this game. I'm looking at things in a, in a, in a more broad perspective, not narrow. I believe the team's going to come out. They're going to shoot the ball better. They're going to play better defense. And hopefully Russell Westbrook, as well as um, um, Beal, will be healthy and be able to take their teams to victory. So I'm hoping that could take place. Grizzlies, Jazz. Well, with the Jazz, you got to make sure Donovan Mitchell don't get off and don't feel good, okay? Also, Mr. Connolly can't feel too good neither. You got um, you got the guy, Gurkhot, you know, um, I mean, um, yeah, Joe Bear. You got him. He'll get you a few things defensively, offensively, rebounding-wise, blocking shots. Um, also, um, you know, like get, getting getting opportunities to score. 
and you got you got favors coming behind him. Um, you got some guys that can shoot the ball a little bit. You got the Clarkson guy. You know, I remember he played at Missouri. I, that's when I liked him when he played at Missouri. Um, you know, when he played with the Lakers, bust. When he played with Cleveland, trying to do too much. Um, I guess he found a role with this coach. I never liked this coach. This coach, he coached at a number of um, universities. He was always a cheater, a liar, lined up um, African-American ball players on the college level. And now the head coach, um, he gets the opportunity because he was an assistant coach with the Lakers trying to revitalize um, his career. And then Utah gives him a job. So, hey, like I said, good old boys, hey, that's how, they, that's how it rolls. That's how it happens. I don't know why African-American ballplayers want to play in Utah. I understand they're going to pay you good money, but why would you want to um, play there? You got the fans yelling out the N-word to um, visiting African-American ballplayers, also yelling at their, their parents. I mean, you had, um, you had the kid from the Grizzlies. His mother and father was at the game, and you had Utah people calling them the N-word, calling him the N-word, Okay, cussing at them. I just don't understand. I'm trying to get, you know, they said Dwayne Wade's a, a, um, a co-owner. Well, Dwayne Wade, you, he needs to step up and say something. But I doubt if he will because him and Gabrielle, they, they, you know, they want the, the up-like star brights type stuff. And it's sad because Dwayne Wade is forgetting how a number of citizens in the Utah area, how they feel about black people. And they'll express it. Okay. There are a number of good old boys and good old girls in Utah who tried to reach out and grab an African-American player, yell at him, cuss at him, call him out of his name. I guess I guess Gabrielle and Dwayne forgot about that, or they just into the door, Ray me. Whatever. Okay? But I just don't understand why African-American ballplayers want to go to Utah. That's one place I would not want to play. And, after, and, uh, and when you when you play there, you you can witness sitting on the bench how these fans talk against the visiting team players, not the white ones. I'm talking about how they talk against the African American ones. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, let's go ahead and like I said, talk a little bit about the Grizzlies. We've talked about the Jazz. Um, hey, they got a great guard. He just needs to continue to be consistent with his outside game. Hey, they can't handle him. They can't. Okay? We need the other kid um, from Oregon. He step up. He do his thing. They can't handle him. You know, the big center, big boy got to get, got to chug up and down that court, stay out of foul trouble. Okay? The kid that I don't understand why he plays or why he starts is the Allen kid from Duke. I never liked him. And you know his family probably called a bunch of African-Americans the N-word. Oh, yeah. You can see that. Okay. I just don't know why he plays, why he starts. Okay. That's my whole problem with him. They got some other guys in there that can bring those type of minutes to the team in a positive way. Every time I see him play, he's not scoring. He's throwing up about five or six shots, missing them. Not really a great defender. Know how to foul people, though. He's my only problem when, when it comes to the Grizzlies. As, no, forgive me. I have another problem. The head coach. 
He needs to wake up and he needs to get, quit being analytics, quit being technical and get to the nitty gritty on how to do things with this team and how to stop that next team. That's the, that's the problem I have with him. That's the problem I have with him. Now we talk about the Lakers. Well, they better step it up. Okay, Phoenix is a little hurt now, a little down. Step it up and step on them. That's all I got to say. And that and that kid that played for Phoenix, that guard, he ain't no joke. But they got they got to, they got to go ahead and step up. And and like I said, Phoenix also got a big boy in the middle that's trying to grow up before everybody's eyes. Um, Lakers got to step up. Clippers, big game yesterday. They needed that game. They needed that game. And they got to continue to do that. Um, Tyron Lue's got to do a great job. He got to talk to them guards. Got to. And with the big men situation, let's be smart. Everybody got to rebound. Everybody got to play deep. Here's the thing I don't understand. Why do they let this kid from Dallas go left? He goes to his left. He's going to shoot a shot. Make him shoot a shot from the from the right side. Hey, he likes to push off with his elbow. This kid, they want to make him an MVP. If you look at all their games, it's about two, three air balls in that game. There are a number of turnovers also. But this kid throws up air balls, and they're trying to make him a superstar? I mean, not just one air ball. He throws up two or three, maybe sometimes four air balls in one game. I'm done. I'm done. I understand. Mr. Silver is trying to make the international players relevant, but I'm done. We need to get back to the bar arm and the hand check. We do that, we'll see some great basketball. We'll see some competitive basketball. Okay? Um, Dallas do have guys that can play. You know, the Hardaway kid, um, the Finley kid, they got some guys. They, um, You know, you got to keep Porzingis at bay. But they got some guys. You know, they got their kid from Villanova. They got some guys that can play. You just got to keep those guys at bay. Um, let me just open up and say this. Things gonna definitely have to, definitely gonna have to happen in a positive way for Miami. They play Milwaukee today. I don't know what's gonna come out of it. I don't know if Miami's gonna you know, tuck tail and run, or they're gonna step up and put a, a, a L on Milwaukee. Milwaukee's really, you know, you got you got two guys, maybe three. I'm, I'm you know, the Holiday Kid. He's, you know. He's been good. He was at Cleveland prep school and, you know, you know, he went to UCLA, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, they got two guys um, that can play. And, and then you got um, 34 who said shot, good old boy said shot, got no jumper. Really, his handles are terrible. Um, weak side defender. Um, he does rebound, you know. He does run the floor. Don't get me wrong. He he knows how to finish, but his his his, his mid range shot, his three point shot is disgusting. 
and his foul shooting can also be um, detrimental to the team at times. Um, they don't win the whole thing. You got to get rid of the head coach. That's me. I'm just talking. Okay. Um, the Knicks and Atlanta. I love what Atlanta did today, yesterday. Atlanta put it on them fools. What I don't like, again, as well that happened in the Wizards game, you don't have good old boys throwing popcorn on African-American men who play this game of basketball because you may be jealous because they, they're making millions and you sitting on the side with your thumb up your behind. We have a lot of guys as well as women who, who are Caucasian who have hate toward a number of these NBA players. And they show it with their racist actions. Okay? Now everybody wants to talk about Tulsa. 1921. Everybody wants to talk about it, but nobody wanted to talk about it when those planes were flying over um, Tulsa. You're telling me the United States of America didn't know? The government didn't know? Right. You had law enforcement, farmers, army, veterans, up here killing African-Americans. They never wanted to tell anyone about this act that occurred and it, and also happened at a, no, a number of other places towards African-Americans, which we need our African-Americans directors who can bring these stories out. Spike Lee, um, Ava DuVernay, we, and so on. So on and so on. We need people to bring this out. Okay, we need Regina King to bring this out. We, we need guys and women who are African-American who go back and, and really talk to some of these people in Tulsa, some of the grandchildren, some of the great-grandchildren, those who may still be alive because I'm telling you, they were very scared to talk about this. I was at Langston University. I'm a graduate. It's a historical black college. I graduated in 1986. Nobody wanted to talk about this. It took me to, to have a freshman class of black history where I was told about it. When I was in high school in Newark, New Jersey, they never spoke about this. Junior high, elementary, no way. They talked about Crispus Attucks. Crispus Attucks was a slave. That's why he was the first in line to get shot. He was enslaved, and he went to the front. And he and he the one that got that got shot. Okay, they talk about Columbus. Big deal. Jefferson. Big deal. You see, you see how crooked these guys were. Again, please, if you have any power, okay to get our history across, do so, all right now? Because I got tired of this, seeing Westbrook get popcorn put on him, seeing a young man in New York, a white kid, we don't know if he had his shots for COVID, spit at um, the kid from um, the Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks, the guard, he went ahead and pulled off his mask and spit. We don't know if this kid had his shots or not. This is the type of stuff the good old boys and good old girls get away with. And it's sad. 
okay? It's really sad, and I, I'm really disturbed by it, okay? My whole thing right now is I want to see things done to stop these African-American males and female athletes from wanting to go up there and knock somebody upside the head. Because, see, if they was on the street, these people wouldn't even bother them. They'll probably cross the other side of the street and be, and be afraid of them. Okay? That's how the good old boys and good old girls get down. And I can't believe I was told that sometimes Latino do the same thing. I bet not ever see a Latino get upset with an African-American because he's playing the sport. As much as they try to copy the culture of African-Americans. That is, that's crazy, okay? Because if they look at their history, they're brought up with them, okay? Especially if you go up north to San Francisco, they were on the, they were on the railroad, okay? Just like the Asians with the blacks. Stop it, stop it. Hey, only thing I got to say right now is I am looking forward to coming right back to you today because I got a lot to say. Much love. Hear me out. I'm going to talk about the transfer portal. I'm going to talk about a few more things dealing with the NFL. Much love. It's what the Conrad. Check me out. Check me out.